This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Forestieri. Here's Hog. Dini! Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Carl. Our Jay Demerit special seems to have gone very well. It was absolutely wonderful to talk to Jay. He gave us, I don't know, about an hour and a half of his time by the time we'd first logged on and by the time we'd finished. Um, it was a really, really good discussion, and we've got some nice feedback on that, actually. Yeah, no, it was good. It's um, really interesting. I mean, fair play to him. He, you know, he wasn't rushing in any way, was he? He was, he was more than happy to. I think we, we probably could have got three or four hours out of him if we'd wanted. But Well, yeah, he, I think so. Yeah. He was um, no really really in depth looking back at his career and uh, his story is incredible, isn't it? Actually, when you when you drill down into it and where he's come from to what he's achieved, it's it's um, it's quite something, really. Well, it's it's the sort of stuff that would probably be in a film. It's almost uh, almost like a Rocky type story, mm. really. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely fantastic. When he, when we were talking about some of the strange things that uh, Ad Boothroyd used to do, there was something that I've remembered since then. There was uh, during one of the half terms, they were giving away free kids kits to the first twenty kids that turned up to a relaunch of the Hornet Shop. Now, the Hornet Shop has been every in my day. Yeah, it used to made be. its way around the ground now, hasn't it? Well, do you remember when it was in the precinct on the corner of Vicarage Road? So now as you go up Vicarage Road, past the cemetery, the road that you have to cross to get into a precinct. Yes, it was. Yeah, I do remember it, yeah. So it was right on the corner there. That was the first Hornet shop that I remember. And then it's been, I don't know, at the front, at the back, round the side. Now it's on the yeah, corner. I, I think I re- my first memories of it properly were at the top of Occupation Road. On the right-hand side, right. it, it was there on on that corner, right. on the old what was the family stand then, right. the old 
shed, as I like to that's, refer to it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, this was when they... Because that back bit of the rookery there, it was Harry's Bar for a while. Do you remember Harry's Bar? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And they sort of they've sort of done bits with it. anyway. For some reason, they decided they were going to knock all that out, make it the, the the Hornet Shop at the back end of the Rookery, and so they were going to do this relaunch anyway. The first twenty kids I think that turned up would get a mini kit. So I thought I'm going to take my daughter because she just started going to football with me. She was four years old. Uh, yeah, I know I made her go at four. Come on, you're coming to football. I don't want to. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, no choice. You're coming. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the, the the fortunate thing was I took her during that Boothroyd when we were really playing well period so mm. she didn't mind going because she was seeing me get excited at scoring goals and that sort of stuff anyway so i went with my dad as well the three of us and someone came down and gave her a token and said well done you're one of the first 20 uh claim this at the uh, at the tills so anyway we stood there and Eddie boothroyd came out and said hello to everybody in the queue and the queue was now stretching i think round the corner up occupation road back up towards um the old main stand um, yeah so he went and spoke to everyone anyway once you got in the shop they'd done something that was really bizarre they had players on the tills. They had players sat down just signing autographs. AD was there if you wanted to talk to him. And I think Three Counties Radio were covering it as well. So when my daughter went to get her kit, she went to the tills. I had to sort of hold her up on the, by the till because obviously she was only four. And she handed the yeah. token over to Ashley Young, who gave her her kit and said, there you go, enjoy your kit. She had a picture taken with all the, the footballers that were there. Behind the tills as well was Gavin Marn, Marlon King, signing autographs oh, was Clark Carlin. Yeah, they gave Marlon King. They gave Marlon King a till. Well, Jesus. I don't know Surprise, whether it's still there at the end. I suspect. Oi, oi. I suspect Marlon was just taking the tokens. <laughs> we're not. We're not letting you actually into the tills, Marlon. Yeah, uh, you can't have a till, Marlon. You might nick it. Yeah, yeah. I think we ought to say allegedly at this point, in case Marlon uh-huh. listens. And sorry, in case we, yeah, sorry, case we, allegedly, we might want to get him on a podcast one day. Going, now, what was all this about you saying I shouldn't be near tills? Um, yeah. So that's just another little memory of um, one of the things that I, I, you know, I, I don't know whether AD was behind that, but I'm, I'm imagining he probably had to say to the players, look, take the afternoon off. I want you behind the tills and I want you to get involved in this and all the rest of it. So that's just another little memory of the sort of things that probably wouldn't happen now under any of the current regime. I just can't yeah, ever see anything. Very, like... very in keeping with the club tradition, that isn't it? I yeah, suppose. exactly. You know, from the very much, very much Graham Taylor like, which is good. It good, is good. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it made it special for her. I've still got the photos some. I mean, bless her heart. I'm having to hold her in all the photos because the players are sort of <laughs> six foot and I'm here and sort of holding her in the middle like that. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's that's another sort of memorable moment under the Boothroyd era. Yeah, it all sort of ended very uh, very poorly for him in the end, didn't it? And he was accused of anti-football at, at, at one point. I do remember that. I remember, you know, what, yeah. why are we playing in this, this particular way? But Obviously, the season in the Prem wasn't the best. Uh, yeah, that, and Jay, Jay kind of said if we'd had a fit mile on that might have been different I'm inclined to agree with that we didn't really have a, a recognised striker yeah. so I, I, I'm in accordance with that the following season was bizarre because we held it we held it all the way up to Christmas yeah we just I mean we, we were just we were flying blew it didn't we I remember that whole game I remember the playoff against Hull oh. which Jay which Jay, that, uh, Jay mentioned was the aggregate of that something like 5-0 or 7-2 or so I just remember us getting thrashed we got I think we got absolutely done at their place didn't we and yeah, we had we, it all to do at home and didn't yeah and we ended up losing the home one as well and um, I'm pretty sure Hull went up that season didn't they from... I think they did and then the season after that is the season you're talking about where people started turning on him there was a game mm. we played Blackpool on a really cold day and I think it finished 4-3 to Blackpool or some some really odd score that you don't normally get and you you felt the wind of change then 
Yeah. It's going to go against Boothroyd, um, which is a shame because, you know, I, I often think he's probably my second favourite manager after Graham Taylor. I, I look back at his time at the club and I, probably not with the fondest memories, I've got to be honest. I mean, that, that one season, absolutely, where we, we got up and um, and we were never expected to. Mm. And what we what we achieved was far beyond anything that, that we were meant to do. And, and even the Premier League season, we didn't, um, I don't think any sensible Watford fan knew, thought we were going to stay up, really. Honestly well, no. and truthfully, with the, with the money that we we'd spent. Mm. Um, but then the following those following seasons especially that season where we were romping it you know I think that was in the long run is what killed him because he could never then get back to that to that position well, and, yeah you know didn't for some reason the crowd turn against Gavin Marne yeah remember. there was a lot of what that what was yeah. that all about I don't even well, remember why that was well Gavin Marne was the player and we still joke about it now he used to play side balls didn't he just sideways well, he, he used to play side, side to side side to side side to side he did and we'd, we'd, always, we'd always get into those tacking positions the ball would go to Marne and it would go side rather than right. in the box. And, and I, rem- I forget where we were. I can't. It, Nottingham Forest away, something like that. And every time Gavin Mahon touched the ball, and he he just went to the side, and he was booed. Yeah. I remember him being booed. That might have been it then. But I also remember the start of the decline was West Brom at home, um, and I think Paul Robinson was playing for them, and they just dominated. I think they beat us three nil at home, and it was a massive shock. Mm. And that ended that cosy little run where we were sort of flying away with the league. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just have fond memories of Aidy Boothroyd as our manager. I mean, obviously, as you say it did go sour, as it does these days with Watford managers. <laughs> well, <laughs> does, I mean, it it'd, be ni- it'd be nice to keep one for as long as we, you know, to back him as yeah. as much as we did um, yeah. back then. But obviously, it was a different regime. Well, they all feel the just club. like they all just feel like caretaker managers these days, really, don't they? they yeah, just... it's, it's hard at the moment. It's even and look, as well as we're doing at the moment, it's hard to really. And I and I like what I don't know if it's the club have, have asked him to really push it or it's on his own back. But he's he's very much on social media, um, right? Okay, Cisco, right? Which I, which I, I quite like. He's on Twitter and he's on um, Instagram, and he'll he'll put little things up. And, and I quite like that now because we we obviously haven't got the ability to be at the at the the ground or anything like that but um it's it, it works very very well at the moment and it's it's hard to get a bond with managers here and now because we haven't got that interaction with the team yeah. at the ground going to to games and so forth so we I, I personally I feel a little bit detached from it at the moment and it's it's not nice um it's not a nice feeling and I, and I want to be more involved even watching the game on um on Sky the the, the Stoke game which we'll, we'll come to it shortly but you know it was a great result but it didn't set my weekend on, on a light you know do you know what I mean I it didn't exactly. like I was like yeah yeah I know I what don't you know. mean just going back a little bit on the social media there I think it's nice having another voice because the official Watford FC social media it drives oh. Me insane. Drives me crackers, man. There's Drives never, me crackers. ever any slight hint of criticism. It's always, you know, even if you lose 2 0, it's like, well, you know, it wasn't our day. And then you'll have players coming on and go, we know what we need to do to go stronger. We go again. It's always the mm. same things. But the official Watford FC anything, the hive, the social media is just so, oh, it's, it's, it gives you type 2 diabetes, really. It's just <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Wow. It does. it does. It does. It does. It's like I'm being fed this saccharine, sugary horribleness. It's not all like the time. That. All the time. It's making me vomit. The other yeah. thing they did. I, I do. I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's tedious. The other thing they did as well is they they've taken thirty percent off uh, all of the shirts. So there was a post on the yeah. Watford FC Facebook today saying thirty percent off all the shirts. And then when I went in, you could get the home, the white away, or the goalkeeper, but not the black one. Now I was thinking oh, I might might treat myself hey? here. I couldn't. You couldn't get the third black away kit. What? 
not. It wasn't available. When you click the, you click the link, that. well, I don't know. When you click the link, it just went goalkeeper home white away. That was it. Oh. And I thought, oh, I was going to get a black one, but you know, that's not got thick. Yeah, the black one's popular. Yeah, it's good. Popular. It's a nice yeah, kit. It's, it's nice a nice shirt. kit. For me, that that should be the home shirt, just the yellow with a little bit of the black. Not not oh, when we've covered shirts, yellow. but my God, this this art project that they've got going on with the home shirt, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like a kamikaze pilot. It's, it's one of those things all... they flick paint at a canvas, don't they, and call it, it art. It's grim. Flick yeah. paint it in, yeah, that's hope art. It sticks. It, it's in the eye of the beholder, I think, if you're going to call that yeah. art, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. We've received a, a question from David Lavender. I always enjoy receiving questions because you never know what it's going to be, and you never know. So I don't always know what you're going to answer, obviously. You don't know what I'm going to answer. So it's quite interesting. And you've got no sight of this one yet either. You don't know what this question is. No, no. Is. I, I mean, completely in the dark. Because sometimes we both look at the questions and go, oh, that'll be a good one for the podcast. But I, I genuinely think this will, will be a good one. It comes from David Lavender, like I said, and he says, simple question. Do you guys watch when we get a penalty? I've never seen us take a penalty since the day we beat Birmingham in the playoff semi-final. I spent the whole of the shootout walking up and down the concourse. <laughs> he then tags in Chris Adams, who's a friend of his. He says, Chris Adams is the same. We both go down the concourse or turn our backs whenever we get a penalty. Even when watching now, I have to go into a separate room as I just can't, I just cannot watch us take a penalty. Uh, he says, silly, but that's just us. Also, do you, have you guys got any superstitions when you go to the game? Chris Adams then replies, crazy but true. When Troy Deeney struck the equaliser from the spot in the FA Cup semi-final, I actually had to roll up in a ball under my seat. Then he also says, bizarre to think David Lavender and I haven't seen a score from the spot for well over... 20 years well so, i mean i can tell i can tell him where the ball's going to go right down the middle the, yes it is isn't it yeah <laughs> it is it's going to go right down the middle very fast and very hard so where do you sit on this um i i've only ever turned my back on one penalty right and that penalty wasn't watford taking it it was a little <laughs> called knockout you turned your back on that. Turned my back on it. Couldn't watch it. Oh, so I never missed... saw. I never saw Almunia save it. Al- Almunia's double flop, double save. I <laughs> might have just seen the second save because I got bundled as yeah. soon as we said. <laughs> as soon as it. Yeah, I remember looking behind. So uh, where I sit, the, the guys that I sit around. So I was looking at the guy who sits directly behind me. Yeah, and he's gone. You know, celebrated it. We saved it. So I, I've. Yeah, yeah, and then just as it calmed down, we got to the other end and obviously scored. And then I, I, I was gone. I was on the pitch. I was off. Oh, we all were, mate. But that's the that's <laughs> the only pe- that's the only penalty that I can ever think that I've turned my back on. I, I, Deanie's at, at Wembley in the FA Cup semi final. I, I certainly um, said a few prayers and, and looked up to the sky as he as he struck it. But I don't know if I've ever turned my back on it. Right. Well, I I watch all of them regardless. So I watched the knockout penalty. In fact. Um, was it any good? <laughs> how, how do you think it turned out, Carl? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, and in fact, I actually have that Dini penalty on my phone because I filmed it because it was right in, well, almost right in front of me. I, th- right. I think I've also got Henderson's goal against uh, Leeds at Cardiff on a phone. I, I don't, I don't think that my participation or non-participation in watching a penalty makes any difference. If it's going to go in, it's going to go no. in. If it's yeah. going to get skied, it's going to get skied. Um, so it's, There's different tensions, though, isn't there? There's different... I mean, like the FA Cup semi-final penalty was, if he misses it, that's it. It's Deeney. 
So nine times out of ten, it's going down the middle. It's going, it's going down the middle, and it's going to be picked out of the net by the goalkeeper. Um, so no, I, I I will watch a penalty, and I will invariably be very very cross if it doesn't go in or it's missed, or be delighted if I see it yeah. go in. But I I wouldn't want to rely on the reaction of a crowd to know what had happened and then watch it on a replay. Later no, on. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm as I say, any any to, you know one that I can definitely remember, and then the, the FA Cup semi final where I looked up rather than look at it, but. Did you not watch? I, I, it? Did you not watch him take it? I did. I sort of had one. I, I, I remember sort of looking up. Please, 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 please. You know all the all God and all that, and then looked down and he hit it and it went in. So, oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I say, I've got it on my phone. If any time I want to watch it, I could just. It's there. <laughs> it's there just go, to go. I just go to April seventh. What it did was. He, to... Did David also ask about superstitions? Yeah, he did. So that's like a second part of the question. Do you, now your superstition we sort of covered yeah. the other day, which was about buying home kits. Well, I've got two. Oh, okay. So the home kit is one, which, we, which we've covered. But for anyone that doesn't know, I, I, I didn't buy a home shirt one season when we were in the Premier League and we got relegated. I didn't buy last season. Sorry, this, was it last? Yeah, sorry. Last season's the half and half yep. monstrosity. And we got relegated. So it's now a superstition, if you like, that I have to buy a home shirt. Um, but I've also got one for normal match days. Um, there's a particular pair of socks that I wear. Every game? Yeah, I mean, not... They're washed, obviously, oh, of in course. between. But of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in fact, there I say, I'm wearing them as we speak. Oh, you know. Now, the thing is, Carl, as a as a, uh, a bystander to this, I would say don't bother. Because... No, I, I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> we, I don't even... We don't win every I, game. If we it, won every game, I'd go, well, there might be... Yeah. Some, you know. It's not even that I, I purposely think about it when... Do you know what it is? It's that they are the warmest, most comfortable socks oh, okay. that I own. All right. So they kind of they kind of walk hand in hand. But there's been there's been days where it's been a bit warmer. Yeah, I was going to say towards I, the end of the season that must be. Yeah, tasty and I for could you. have gone without them, and I was like, no, nah, I've got to take them. So everybody yeah, else might have been on a particular run or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is in their sort of deck shoes and their Crocs. Well. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've got a pair of shorts on. These <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't got any superstitions at all uh, about anything ever. Um, I can't think that I've ever had any at football. I remember when I was a ball boy, one of the other ball boys uh, would always say he was wearing his lucky pants. He said, "I've got my lucky <laughs> lucky boxer shorts on today." Um, so, but I, no, I mean, in terms of superstitions, no, I mean, I tend to, without thinking about it, always park in the same place. Yeah, you always get to the own... ground at the yeah, same time. Yeah. But that's just your routine of your of your match day, isn't that's it? That's routine. That isn't. That I wouldn't be upset if I got there five minutes early, or you know, I tend to get there just as they're sort of um, going back after their warm up and they're starting to put that board up. Well, yeah. they used to put the board up for the Premier League. Well, we obviously don't have that it. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, no, I, I don't have any superstitions and I will watch penalties. So, uh, I'm doing it for you guys. I'm doing it for uh, David and Chris. I'm, I'm one Maybe of the when guys. we get back then, you can record them and we can forward them on to yeah, David exactly, Chris yeah. so they can actually see them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, no, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever missed a penalty. I don't think I've ever thought I can't watch this. I've obviously thought that. Just on a just on another uh, tailing off to it slightly. Yeah. How many people and, and put this in the comments? I, I I can remember three or four occasions this has happened to me, home or away, where you're bursting for the loo. Uh, you nip, the game's awful. You nip downstairs. You're yeah. in the toilet, and you can hear something's happening. The crowd noise changes. You're like, yeah. oh, come on, come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. And then bang, goal. I can remember. It's the worst yeah, feeling, it is so. a, it's no. a terrible feeling. I'll tell you what happened recently, and you're kind of involved in this story. I oh. was in the Red Lion before the Southampton game uh, with my brother-in-law, 
and he right. knew the guy that was running the pub. So he was getting us some drinks and we were getting drinks. And I'm thinking, right, well, no more drinks because we're going to be leaving it late to go in now. And I saw you and Hemel there. So I was having yeah. a chat to you in the garden before the game. And you said, right, we're heading off now. And I'm thinking, I hope you haven't got any more drinks because I want to head off now as well. Anyway, he came back with more drinks. said, Max, we're going to have to really swallow these, mate, because the game's about to start. Ran across, put my ticket in the turnstile and I heard cheering. <laughs> and it was Southampton that scored that really quick goal. Oh, the goal. six seconds. Yeah. Six seconds. So I yeah, I remember it. So I literally came in and the Southampton fans are cheering and I'm like, well, what's happened here? I've missed this. What's gone on? Yeah, um, I remember. I, I remember, oh, this is a good few years ago. We were playing Bournemouth away and it might have been like on a Friday. We, we, it's definitely in the championship. It might have been the season we went up, trying to think now, but it was at Bournemouth. We were running late. We got caught in traffic. Yeah. And I was... I got to the end of this row and I'd come up the wrong side. So my seat was right over the other. I was like, I'm not going right. back down. I'm just going to, I'm going to be that guy. Annoy like, everybody's excuse game. me, yeah. excuse me. Because <laughs> yeah. the game is just sort of kicking off. We all love and that just, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that guy. And then just as I got halfway through the row, so everyone's like seat, sitting down as I go past. Yeah. Somebody, oh, who got sent off? Somebody got sent off. <laughs> and I was like, Nah, not doing it. And I, just, I went back. I was like, I'm going to go and get another beer. So I had to go, I had to go past everyone again. Oh, it's you. You're the and we did of lose. I, I, I'm oh. pretty sure we lost that. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Yeah. I hope that's answered your question, David. Excellent question. Thank you very, very much for sending that in. Well done, David. And if anybody else has got any questions, please send them to us. You can, um, you know, message us on the page or you can just comment under a post or whatever. Just tag us in. And we'll see it. And, uh, yeah, great question. Thank you very much. Cheers. Do not scratch your eyes. Last time we spoke, we had two games coming up, and I think I said to you, should be six points. Mm. And lo and behold, yeah, six points. Six points, yeah, really good. Um, the, the Stoke result shouldn't be underestimated as, a, as a, a quite comfortable performance, I thought, in the end. You know, they didn't cause us too... too I know they got the goal, but overall, we didn't look like we were we were going to lose that game. The first half performance, yes, my God, it was boring. Yeah. It was, it, you know, I, I was really struggling with that first half, but credit where it's due. They came out in the second half and, and, and did what they, they needed to do. Troy with another penalty. I can't remember a season where we've had quite as many penalties. It's, it's, no, it's almost, you know, you think who's, where's the penalty going to come from in this match? Cause it's just constant these days. That... Yeah. Yeah. But then I think it does, it does help that we've got those players that make those, the, the runs into the box. You know, um, it was, nice to see Saar getting in there um, that was a great goal great goal that was Fantastic a great finish. goal that was yeah, a, well, yeah, ball that from Deeney as well was, but yeah great assist I didn't yeah. think that Saar was going to shoot I thought oh, well, what he's going to do here then he's going to pass it across the box and it'll be a tap mm. in at the far post which... I, I, I want to cover Deeney actually because it, he's taken a bit of a, a bit of a slagging off on, on recently and, and even on this podcast we, we you know I'll put my hands up and accused him of not really being the Troy Deeney that he should have been and that he's got to change his game and so yeah. forth. And, well, we've all seen and he it, has. Yeah. We've all I mean, seen he's, it. he's done it. What, he, what I liked about him is he was dropping deeper mm. and being that, doing that horrible stuff that you don't really want to do, you know, the the, the tracking back and so forth. But mm. he was dropping off, coming in and, and set the goal up for Saar, which was a, you know, a fantastic assist. And I think he needs credit for that because he wasn't necessarily doing the same Troy Deeney thing of standing up top, we'll try and hit him. Because he wasn't, he's, he's not bullying defenders anymore in that, that division. I think 
maybe it's starting to stick in his head that he knows that now. That's not necessarily the game that he has to do. And, and I think we covered it with Lufa. Yeah, we did. You know, yeah. Lufa was saying that he, he had to, to change his game. Yeah. So he does that. He changes his game and he gets absolutely, you know, lambasted for it on, on social media. I, I, there was some idiot. I can't I saw think it. who he is. No, I saw it. Yeah, did I, you see it? I yeah. saw your responses as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did get involved with that one, but... You know, yeah. come on, mate. If if you're you call yourself a Watford supporter, I mean, Jesus Christ, at least know something about football before making stupid comments like that on yeah on social media. I, I'm sure it was just somebody baiting for Click for bait, it because yeah. it, so a lot of the times I think there are people on there that put stuff on thinking, well, this will rile people up. I, I, yeah, I'm in the mood to yeah, annoy someone. I think is what it yeah. is. Yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what and, it is. And that's what it was, and it it, it got the. It got the responses from from people, but this, this podcast we we said and people have commented and, and come on and, and said that this is very much like two people having a chat in a pub, and that's what we want. The that good was and the, the idea. Bad. Yeah, good. Yeah, and bad, the good yeah. and the bad. And and, and, when and there will be times where you go, that player ain't good enough, and then you know the next game yeah. he's done something wonderful. He's brilliant. He does something wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's because how... that's that's the mentality of football fans. I'm afraid. And exactly. That's, but we're, we're 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 fickle people. We are fickle people. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> Dini. Both of us named him as one of our players of all time I mean and, mm. and you know, and I can forgive him having dips in form and you know not being perhaps the player he was and, but but I will say when it's happening I will say look this isn't the player yeah, that he yeah. was but at the end of the day I just thought that that was a complete performance he got man of the match didn't he I think Troy yeah he did and, and absolutely deserved he, he'd done the his, his second half performance was, was tremendous but don't don't you dare go on social media and try and tell me that Andre Gray is is the better player than Troy Deeney. No, you know, with the greatest respect, you need to jog on. <laughs> you need telling to, me that you need to jog on. Then there yeah. was the, the, the Barnsley game as well. Only one goal in it again, penalty. Um, yep. But you know, clean sheets. We didn't hold a clean sheet against um, Stoke, but we've had a nice. couple of clean sheets. Backman's looking like a decent replacement. Well, a, a decent substitute yeah. for Foster. Um, mm. So that's that's all looking tidy. I've just read as well on the Watford Observer Sports section. Watford interested in Vidra return. Oh, um, mate! Honestly, I would. I'd come round and wash your feet if if Vidra <laughs> if Vidra signs. Well, I'm looking forward. To I, that. Think that, I think that's. A, I think that's. A, <laughs> I think that's a tremendous bit of business if that can happen. I think. Um, I think I know there was comments mentioned earlier um, that he, um, if if Vidra can come back to Vicarage Road, I think that is a tremendous bit of business. Um, yeah. I remember him the first time. I, I I loved it when when we had Vidra. Maybe lost a yard of pace. Maybe not quite as as quick as he as he once was, but in and around the box, he's deadly. He's deadly in that in that division. He is, but all I would say is, beware of buying strikers from Burnley, because that's where a certain Mr Gray came from. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe we could do a deal where Mr Gray goes back to Burnley. Yeah, a swap, now that would be perfect. You have Andre yeah. back, we'll have Vidra. I'll give, yeah, okay, so that, that's, that that's works a for me. Yeah. That's why I don't necessarily buy into the fact that the striking options or the striking... Um, club is is full and there's no options there because honestly and truthfully if if you're going to leave us with Andre Gray for the rest of the season and Isaac's success we can't be moaning at Troy Deeney when really no he's our only option yeah do you know what I mean well that's right I mean on the rotation of course the next game it looks like Pedro will probably be left out and Gray will be starting yeah I thought Pedro had a good game especially against Stoke again he just looks like he he just needs um he hasn't quite got used to the, the physicality of the the, the division yet and he he probably isn't physical enough to, no. to, to hold up the ball but again I, I you know he in my opinion he should have had um, a penalty in the second half mm. when he rolled he rolled that defender and uh, Messina in the first half I mean my god how that 
that wasn't given by the ref. Yeah, he, he was piggybacking him. Yeah, you know, and yeah, that, that's the difference between the Premier League and the and and the Championship, and probably why we're seeing so many penalties is because we we've got so much pace going forward. We, we're causing so many problems that mm. we. we you know, we're being clever about it and probably probably nicking a few where where maybe we we wouldn't have done that. Well, you'd be back having in the, the VA, you'd have the VAR reviews and all that sort. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, but I mean, uh, Pedro's a baby, really. He's he's actually <laughs> younger than my eldest daughter, so you know well, that makes me, that makes me feel very old that yeah. there's a player that age playing for Watford, banging in goals, looking like a decent prospect. Um, mm. So he's still really young with maturity. I think he'll probably become you know a pretty decent. Yeah, player. and he's it's you know the the whole thing. He's he's human at the end of the day. He's come over from Brazil. He's probably been dumped in a house on his own. I know he's he's probably not really got a lot of family in and around him um, it must be it, it difficult takes, i mean i know if yeah, i, if I was 19 and, and torn away to south america you know mm. and someone says to me yeah. there you go you're now playing for this team and you're, you're expected to score goals and do this and do that you know it must be you know quite a quite a weight on your shoulders but yeah absolutely you know, as long as you've got the right sort of pastoral care which i think watford are pretty good at actually i think they yeah and i think that was really a lot of what they why they wanted to keep gomez in and around last season someone who can speak portuguese and come portuguese from yeah um if i was a 19 year old kid and, and dragged to south america um i'm, I'm sure his you know, well, his yeah. English is going to be ten times better than my my Portuguese's. Exactly, and if you've got someone like I don't know David Seaman there, for example, you go well. Look, mm. at least I've got you know an English, an older English hand that can show me the ropes, tell me all about the game, talk, yeah. talk to me. You know, it's, it must be yeah, impossible yeah, going yeah. through translators all the time. It must be. Yeah, it can't be easy. But no. no, I think he's. Uh, I think he's got a lot, a lot of potential, and and I like that. And again, I think given the given enough games and the opportunities, he'll he'll come good. Over on our Facebook page, we've asked the question, have you ever had an odd experience with a Watford player? Uh, the examples I gave were, have you ever gone on a ghost hunt with Xavier Gravelet? Now, do you remember him? God. What a yeah, scary he, looking guy. I think he, he, would, he would have been the ghost. He would he? have been the ghost, yeah. He had red eyes. Uh, maybe John Joe O'Toole has bought you a sausage roll or you bought a kitten off of Darius Henderson. Just silly little examples. We've I'd, all... lo- <laughs> I'd love to have bought a kitten off Darius oh, Henderson. So would I. So would I. That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, so they're just some silly little examples. Go over to our page uh, and comment below. We've had some comments. Um, some of them we can use. I'm sure there's a couple we can't. But, uh, yeah, let us know on there if you've ever had an odd experience with a Watford player. I don't think I I'll ever I'll put had. mine on there. Yeah, I saw yours. I saw yours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah saw that. I saw the picture too. Yeah, yeah. Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, hop over to that. Uh, that'd be uh, fantastic if you do that. Don't forget, we are on social media. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter, and we are on Instagram. Give us a little follow on there. Uh, it's always lovely to have your uh, your comments on there, so that we can discuss them. It's always nice discussing points on it that somebody else has brought up because it makes you think. And quite often, our answers are completely different, as as has you know been proven in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always good. It's it's um, it's nice to have a you know an extra pair of eyes ears and, and senses on on points at, at Watford and most of them most of them are all sensible yeah exactly most of them are all sensible uh although over on the hornet's nest sometimes on uh, facebook oh, that gets a bit uh gets I, a bit much doesn't I, it i think I, there's been a few blockings on my part over the last sort of six or eight weeks on it i just do you know what i'm not going to engage you can't help yourself you I'm get not, involved i do i get involved in it eventually <laughs> i go do you know what I'm not going to get involved in this anymore. I'm just going to block it. No, that's it. I, look, I, 
the thing is, and we've said it before, football is about opinions. Yeah. And if it's if it's an opinion that you don't agree with and you don't like, you've got the opportunity to say that. Yeah. But then you, there's a but there's in, opinions and then there's idiocy. <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. I just don't got it, time for it. It, it, you know? it becomes a point where you know, especially when somebody's saying something to you and you're just like, here's the reasons why that can't be true, or here's the, and here's the actual evidence that I shall supply to you to give that. You yeah, know, they just yeah. don't concede. It's a, it, it then becomes a I must have the last word competition. Yeah, but there was one of those you the know. other day, and I can't remember what it was, but it was it was basically someone was telling me that Nathan Ellington was a worse signing than Andre Gray, and I wasn't having any of it. And then mm. and the, the, no, it can't be, can it? Because I think again, evidence suggests. How many go- league goals? We, we we covered this not so long ago. It was one point three million per goal per goal. Us. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then this this person who you know, I think I've probably got socks at home older than this person is trying to tell <laughs> me that three million is the equivalent of eighteen million. You know, three million pounds no. in two thousand and three is the equivalent of eighteen million pounds now. I was like, I, I would suggest that the person that has said that is still currently doing their GCSEs. I very much suspect so. And there's a lot of this. <laughs> There's a lot of this. There was also, I mean, I don't know if you saw this as well, but Dougie Brimson was getting trolled by this completely woke student, age nineteen, and it was just embarrassing to watch. It was embarrassing. Is this to read. the what? Is this the Watford fan? Yeah, this is a Watford, Watford fan. fan. I think he's yeah. a rapper. And then, of course, what happens is everyone goes, well, let's check out some of his raps. So they go on his other social media profiles yeah. and go, but he's crap. I'm sure there's some sort of legal thing going on about it now, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But I believe mm. he just reported him to the club and said, ban this person. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah, hang yeah. Well, 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 hang on a minute. You know, yeah. that's not how it works. Um, no, so. it doesn't work like that. And there's a lot that Dougie does for charity and for the for the forces and, and all sorts. And yeah. look, you don't get on with someone, that's fine. That's not a problem. You don't. You haven't got to get on with everyone, but what you can't do is go out calling someone something that you haven't really got evidence to suggest that they are. But but it's just this whole woke thing. You can't... It, I think he literally said something about taking the knee, and that was it. It was like, no, you're racist because you don't agree. Yeah, that, that was thing. it, that, and that's what it was over. But then... my. I got involved with this. I remember this one. I actually said, well, here, th- this is why I asked you. You calmed it down. We we recorded with Luther Blissett about the knee, about taking the knee. Correct. And Luther, in his own words, said, no, I don't agree with it now because it's being done for the wrong reasons. Yes. Yeah. There, there, there should be no um, racism or, or any, you know, anything like that in, in football or in any walk of life. Just because you disagree with... <laughs> The fact that players should be taking a knee or shouldn't be taking a knee doesn't make you racist. I mean, come on. Of course on. it doesn't, but that's the thing. Jesus Christ. But that's the way the media's portrayed it. If you don't agree yeah. with it, you're racist. And you're racist, yeah. It's, just... and it, it, it's wrong. That's wrong. Hi, everyone. It's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again. It's always lovely to have your company. Don't forget, if you haven't listened to the J. Demerit special yet, it is really, really good. It's about an hour and nine minutes long. Yeah. I think it's one of the best ones we've done. I mean, Jay was just so... Yeah. Yeah, to is. talk to and uh he's so positive isn't he he's just so positive and yes yeah he is he's, he's really quite frustrating actually how positive he is yeah i wish i i wish i could get up in the morning and go yeah here we go i'll get up i'm like oh, well what i think dang, we need is uh is to just maybe call him like at six o'clock and go jay yeah i know it's i know it's like you know 10 o'clock at night there but if you could just give me a little bit of inspiration for the day yeah <laughs> you know I, I, mean? some, I reckon that there must be something like we might be able to invent jay demerit pills where you can just yeah, take these or pills an app. And... it's just an app yeah so that'd press, be great an app you press the button and it just goes be your best and you go that's it that's me done for the day that's me done you. yeah it gives you a little motivational uh, <laughs> exactly little blast exactly <laughs> and he, he um he, he put uh, us on his story on instagram didn't he he did yeah no Amazing. it was um yeah no, it's good. A Absolutely lot of uh, a lot of 
a lot of positive feedback on the actual episode itself and um yeah it's starting to um i mean it's starting to take off now we're actually getting um, it's good mate we're getting noticed and it's, it's good that's that's down to, to you guys so thank you so much for that excellent right well until next time look after yourselves and uh, we'll be back soon see you later see you later Bye. come on you ones Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.